final horn has sounded. And today's game is complete. Time now for Cougar Post Game Live on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Cougar Post Game Live is presented by America First Credit Union. Whatever financial products and services you need to take care of yourself, your family, or your business, America First is here to help. Cougar Post Game Live is also brought to you by First Colony Mortgage, your trusted lender for all your mortgage needs. Visit firstcolonymortgage.com. Now, here's your host, Jason Shepard. BYU falls on the road at number one, Gonzaga, 86-69. Your final score from the kennel. Welcome into Cougar Post Game Live. Jason Shepard with you. The Cougars record overall now 9-3. and three. They are 0-1 and one in West Coast Conference play. Two games at least on the schedule next week, both on the road, USF and St. Mary's. We will certainly see with uh, how things have gone so far. Uh, if those games are able to be played, certainly fingers crossed. All right, let's update you on other top 25 action. Uh, games going on right now, 11 minutes to go in the second half. It is number 12, Illinois, with a 53-48 lead over Northwestern. Everything else in the top 25 is a final. We'll start with a really good game that went into double overtime. Number 8, Wisconsin outlasts Indiana, 80-73. The final score, number 5, Iowa gets the win at Maryland, 89-67. And Colorado. Colorado upsets number 17 Oregon by 7, 79 to 72. The other game going on tonight in the West Coast Conference is at San Francisco. They are hosting the Pilots of Portland. The Dons with a 76-57 lead over Portland. Seven minutes to go in that one. And in Cedar City, under five minutes to go, the Southern Utah T-Birds hosting the Idaho Vandals. T-Birds with a 70-63 lead, so a seven-point lead with just under five minutes to go. BYU women's basketball on the road at LMU looking to split their two-game road trip, losing a couple of nights ago by two at San Diego at LMU tonight. And the Cougars with a 68-54 lead with 147 to go, leading the way for BYU Shaley Gonzalez with 19 points to go along with three rebounds and five assists. Whatever financial products and services you need to take care of yourself, your family, or your business, America First is here to help. To find out more, visit AmericaFirst.com today. Coming up next, our three-point recap, and we'll wrap things up before we get you back up to the kennel. Your final tonight from Spokane, BYU Falls, 86-69 to Gonzaga. We'll have more Cougar Post Game Live right after this on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Here's Jason Shepard with more Cougar Post Game Live on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. BYU's four-game winning streak comes to an end tonight in Spokane. 86-69 the final, Gonzaga beating the BYU Cougars. It's time for the Mountain America three-point recap. For each three-pointer that BYU makes, Mountain America donates $50 to the American Red Cross. Tonight, the Cougars made four three-pointers for a total of $200, bringing the donation total for the season to now $5,000. 
$400. Let's quickly check in with BYU women's basketball, see if it's a final. Not quite, but essentially 51 seconds to go. It is 69-57, BYU with a lead over LMU. That's a wrap for Cougar Post Game Live after the break. Back up to the kennel for the Cougar Locker Room Show. Your final tonight from Spokane. BYU falls to number one, Gonzaga, 86-69. And you heard it all right here on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Our exclusive postgame coverage continues with the Cougar Locker Room Show. Stops on the arc left and hands to Lee. Lee will try the three and score it! Colby Lee for three! The Cougar Locker Room Show is presented by the BYU Store, official outfitter of BYU fans everywhere. Now let's head back to the America First Credit Union courtside seats and join the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. Welcome back to a concourse level here at the Kennel in Spokane, Washington. Number one ranked Gonzaga defeats BYU by a score of 86 to 69. It is time now for our America First Credit Union courtside conversation. And tonight we're talking with Richard Harward. And our conversation tonight is brought to you by America First. Here to help. To find out more, visit AmericaFirst.com today. Rich, part of a nice bench brigade for BYU tonight. To one of three guys off the bench scoring in double figures. Harward tonight with 12 on 5 of 7 from the field and made both of his free throws. And, Richard, thanks for coming on, spending a couple minutes with us here tonight. We saw in many ways why Gonzaga is the number one team in the country. Uh, what were the primary scouting points that were kind of top of mind for you, and where did they maybe take apart some of those things? Uh, the thing we were really focusing on was the transition, well, preparing for We needed to do a better job executing, but transition defense and then uh, just rebounding the ball, like, we felt like we had like big, like larger bigs, like larger, more physical bigs. So we felt like we could be a little bit more aggressive in the post, and that's kind of what comes off the top of my head. BYU did end up with the rebounding edge and the offensive rebounding edge as well, but in transition is where Gonzaga really mm-hmm. excelled tonight. Uh, fast break, sixteen to two. Uh, the points off of turnovers, twenty-five-seven, and that's oh. kind of your ball game. Yeah, <laughs> that lays it out right there. We need to do a better job of protecting the ball in that transition uh, defense. Well, Rich, uh, I know it's no no fun to come up and talk after a loss, but I mean, it's I'm just happy that you're playing. Mm. Uh, you know, you had over two weeks here, a couple of games canceled. What was what was it like over these two weeks? Uh, you weren't in school. Uh, was it just about practice and then more mm. practice? And- well, it was just an emotional roller coaster, man. Like we like Coach Burgess had the Pepperdine and the San Diego scout, so he like had us prepped. We were all ready to go. And then it's like, oh, this game's not happening. Then we're like, okay, just on to the next game, just grinding. Then that game gets canceled. So we're just like, hey, when are we going to finally play a game? And then we're like, oh, we got the Zags in, you know, 48 hours. So it's just like, it's just an emotional up and down roller coaster. And then it, I don't want to make excuses, man. Like, we, we, we should have brought more energy tonight. Richard Harwood is our guest in our America First courtside conversation. Before we take a break, Rich, uh, whether it's tonight or any night, as someone who plays as a reserve, what is first and foremost something you know that you can give Coach Pope and your teammates every night? Uh, I just know that, like, I know why Coach Pope's putting me in the game. He's putting me in the game to get rebounds and to get stops. And it's like if a bucket comes, a bucket comes. So when I'm coming off the bench, I'm thinking about those two things, getting a stop, taking a charge, or, like, getting the ball, like, just rebounding. Because I feel like once I get that, it's the energy boost and we can kind of move on. Visiting with Richard Howard, one of uh, four Cougars in double figures tonight. Three of those double figure scoring efforts came off the bench with uh, Caleb Lohner and Gideon George also scoring 11-plus on this night. A game that BYU falls to Gonzaga by 17, 86-69. Or with Rich is coming up next here on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. 
This is the Cougar Locker Room Show on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Now back to the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. Well, Gonzaga took a lead 20 seconds in and never gave it up tonight. Gonzaga 86 and BYU 69. Our final score here at the McCarthy Athletic Center, a.k.a. the Kennel here in Spokane, our America First Credit Union courtside interview. Continues from concourse level with Richard Harward tonight. Richard, uh, 5 for 7 from the field in 16 minutes of play. 12 points helping BYU off the bench. And uh, I mentioned earlier before the break, Rich, we'll maybe have you chat a bit about your teammates Caleb Lohner and Gideon George all got the double figures tonight. Uh, I thought Gideon had had one of his best games of the year for sure. Oh, yeah. Gideon Gideon George is a legend. Like, I love that guy. He he works so hard every single day. And he's just got this, like, it's a different play style for most of the guys on our team. So it kind of throws like a wrench into everything the other team was kind of prepping for. And Caleb Lohner is a freak of nature. That guy is unreal. He's one of my roommates, and he's just got like the best, most positive personality, and then he always just brings a ton of energy when he's on the court. He scored a career-high 11 against Weber State and follows it up with a new career-high 13 tonight against Gonzaga. Well, Rich, it was a tough goal, obviously, tonight, but I, I did note that, that you seemed to find something in that second half, the, the left block there. Kind of an isolation. I don't know if it was a play to get isolated there, but the, both you and and Harms and Gideon uh, seem to have a lot of success on there. Mm-hmm. Was it something that was discussed and, and identified? Yeah, the the last uh, ooh, couple minutes, but yeah, Pope kind of drew that play up. The The objective was to make the other guard go over, pull the other uh, defending guard out of the way so there was less of a bottom help. And then that way uh, the bigs can kind of get a little bit more space to work in the post. And like I've said before, our guards are great shooters, so like not a lot of teams are going to double down or like monster us. So it opens up a lot of space for like me, Matt, and like Caleb to go to work down there. Well, we hope the best for Wyatt Lowell uh, now as oh. well. He left the game, and that doesn't look good. Oh, so. my. That, that broke my heart. He He's like one of my favorite teammates. I was with him at UVU, and I'm not going to lie. I got like teary-eyed when I got in that locker room because that dude's like – He's a brother. I'm watching him get like hurt like that. Sucks. Okay, we'll let you go on that, Rich. Sorry about that. And uh, we hope for better days ahead and a road trip next week to get things uh, back in square. So, Rich, thanks for the time tonight and safe travels. We'll see you back home. Yeah, thanks, thanks, Rich. All right, that's Richard Harwood. We'll come back with the coach, Mark Pope, on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. We all have needs, hopes, and dreams. Things to do, places to go, and a life to live. And whatever goals you have, America First is here to help you achieve them. We're here to provide the financial tools and services you need to take care of your family, your home, or your business. We're here to help you keep moving forward. Whatever you need for what matters most, we're here to help. America First, federally insured by NCUA. It's time to get the final word on today's game with head coach Mark Pope. It's the BYU Dining Cougar Post Game Coaches Show. BYU Dining, the classic BYU tradition. Have a scoop today. The Cougar Post Game Coaches Show is also brought to you by Mountain America Credit Union. Mountain America, guiding members forward for more than 80 years. Now let's rejoin the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. Number one team in the country, Gonzaga, improves to 11-0, 2-0. The WCC tonight defeating BYU by a score of 86-69. to It is time for the BYU Creamery Cougar Postgame Coaches Show, brought to you by the BYU Creamery, the classic BYU tradition. Have a scoop today. Greg Grubel and Mark Durant with you, visiting with BYU head coach Mark Pope. Uh, coach Pope joining us here at concourse level at the Kennel. And uh, while this game wasn't five minutes old, uh, Mark, where it felt like uh, it was going to be a, just a, a really 
tough hill to climb against a really, really good team. Great start by the Zags, and you were punched in the mouth pretty early. Yeah, we've talked about it from the beginning. I mean, they, they have a chance to be a generational team, and um, they've certainly started out the season that way with what they've done with the top 20 teams and everybody else. And, um, they're they're really difficult to handle, and, and we started really poorly. I, I don't know. We turned the ball over five of the first eight possessions, maybe give or take something like that, and uh, their length really affected us, and, and we were – uh, yeah, I did a poor job getting our energy right to start the game. I'm not sure exactly why. We're, we're trying to figure that out right now. Um, and it wasn't that our guys weren't excited to play, but it was just uh, the moment for this group um, was just too big for us to start. We just, you know, the length, I think, was a little, and the athleticism was maybe a little bit. It's not surprising, but it just is different when you feel it. And, um and we did not respond well early on and kind of dug ourselves a hole. Uh, I was really, really proud of the guys uh, that they, they at no point in the game did they walk away. And that is not um, that is not like consolation for losing. That is actually uh, the DNA of a team that has a chance to be really, really good. And a really, really tough night where we, 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 we clearly didn't start out well against the best team in the country. And for the guys to stay in and stay locked in really almost to a man for the entire game trying to compete and trying to get better that's who we are and that's what we have to do and we will yeah whether it's drawing to within 13 late in the first half or finishing the game in the teens and and holding them under 50 percent for the game which is not going to happen too often this year there was a response that uh that i think has to please you at least looking for yeah you know we cut it to 13 and then man we just we just we just you know, we just got in mud again. You know, we come to 13. It's like, hey, there's a there's a, a a breath in here, and we can actually find our way. And I don't I don't know if we didn't score for the next uh, handful of possessions. It went 11 zip after yeah, that. Yeah, and it was just, um, you know, we we just we, listen. We just are not. You know, I'm not good enough yet, and we're not good enough uh, right now to handle the Zags uh, the way they were tonight, and the way we played, and and we got to get better, and we're super hungry to get better, and we will. I'm curious a little bit about your just coaching approach in general when you play a team do you focus on maybe trying to take away their best player a lot of teams are trying to take alex out of the game how much do you focus on that in in your defensive game plan and obviously with gonzaga it's hard to do that because you take away one guy and and they've got five six other guys yeah i don't know you guys have to do the research for me but I can't remember the last time there were three players on the same team all up for the Wooden Award. Uh, I've actually, I maybe there have been. I just never heard of it. And so, uh, you know, our approach to this game was, you know, and, and we we just failed so miserably to execute. Um, and so my communication, my team was not good. But you know, we wanted to start inside out and be there the whole game. You know, Zags are averaging 55 points in, in the paint every single game, and um, you know they're certainly capable shooters. Uh, they're all very capable shooters, but where they're making their living right now and why the game is so easy for them every single night is because they make their living at the rent. And they're long and athletic in the backcourt, and their frontcourt guys are really, really skilled. And so we kind of had focused on, hey, we have to manage transition, and we have to, you know, we have to kind of have a focus on protecting this rim and so we kind of tricked up all of our schematics to kind of start there and then figure out the game and sure enough you know i don't know what it is the of the six first 16 points i think 13 of them were straight at the rim so we just didn't execute well then nemhar got going and started hitting threes which he really hadn't been to that point and uh, kept them going we'll take a break we'll conclude our conversation with coach mark pope as we continue here on the new skin byu sports network 
You're listening to the Cougar Post Game Coaches Show on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Now back to the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. Wrapping up with Coach Pope after we pause 10 seconds for station identification on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. This is BYU Radio on KBYU FM HD2 Provo. You are listening to BYU Basketball on BYU Radio. Nation's number one team, Gonzaga, defeats BYU 86-69. The Cougars' a four-game win streak and WCC openers comes to an end tonight. Coach Pope, uh, can we talk about the three guys who came off the bench and scored in double figures for you tonight? Richard Howard, Caleb Lohner, Gideon George. Yeah, you know, those are... Um, those are th- probably our three, in, rich in his own unique way, our three best athletes, and they fit in the game. They, you know, um, this is a game that made a lot of sense to Gideon. Uh, I was really proud of Caleb for the most part. Uh, the game was a little bit slower for him, and I, I, he's he's making really good strides. And, and um, you know, Rich, uh, we, while Rich didn't have a lot of headway on the glass, he was still a physical, a th- a physical and somewhat – uh, effective presence presence down low, and so those three guys are coming. Um, you know, listen, we have a really good team, um, and we're going to get better and better and better and better. Uh, we still have a huge upside, um, and it's it's really it's really incredibly encouraging to see those guys making big strides. Um, I'm excited about all three of them. What they can they can add to this team. You know, Spencer Johnson again. You know, wasn't great on the offensive end, but. Uh, he changed the tenor of the game for us defensively just by uh, being a disruptor on the floor, helped us kind of make that a r- little bit of a recovery gasp in the first half uh, just by making things difficult. Uh, you know, we're going to f- need to continue to put a lineup on the floor, especially against the best teams in the country where where we're not just a bend-don't-break defense, but we're a disruptive defense. And I thought uh, those guys did a good job, you know, uh, you can see the youth of Gideon and Caleb, both of them, uh, getting burned on back cuts, kind of with a loose side of the ball. That, that's that's going to be the last part to come for them. But I thought they were really effective. I was super proud of them. I was super proud of them. You know, sometimes as a young player, you can get totally distracted when you get, you know, blitz to start a game against a great team. And those guys found a way to just stay dialed in, and I was super proud of them for that. How hard has it been to – with with what's gone on the past couple of weeks, just to keep the guys focused and get through that time, not knowing when you're going to play next, how difficult was that? Well, I don't know how difficult it is. That's my job, and clearly I didn't do it well. Um, I do think we've got better over the last couple of weeks. I just felt like, you know, there's a combination. I mean, come on. This team is steamrolled four teams in the top 20 they're really really good so i'm not i'm not trying to take any away from the zags but they didn't get the best byu team in the first 10 minutes of this game and and that's my job yeah. and so i do feel like we got better over the last couple of weeks um but sometimes it's a little bit challenging to simulate you know it's hard to simulate a team like this they're really good and um you know this is uh you know i'm really excited about getting this out of the way the first game of conference because it just shows us uh, clearly and glaringly um, some areas where we have to get massively better. And you like that. I mean, I think as a team you like it because it gives you a benchmark that's real and tangible that you can shoot for and work towards every day and talk about it. And I have a locker room full of guys that will do that. They're not going to walk away from here crushed and discouraged. They're certainly really disappointed, but – they're really focused on getting better, and, and they will. Like, we have a huge upside. So 
brutal night for us no doubt incredibly disappointing but um but we'll put it in the hopper and it's going to make us way better we're going to use it to make us way better finally coach uh, Wyatt Lowell's worked so hard to get back on the court after his preseason shoulder surgery it did not look good when he left the floor tonight what can you say about his situation yeah we're, we're not optimistic uh it's just as you know I, I've been super excited about you know, kind of force feeding, finding little moments to force feed him into the into the game, and I really felt like tonight was going to be a night where I just had a feeling where he was going to go with his his size and length and ability to shoot the ball. You know, we kind of put in a little playlist for him um, that we had hoped to get to tonight, and then the the game went so sideways, and you know, and and uh, I I hope that. The doctor's guesses are wrong right now, but um, that that is certainly discouraging. We'll see how that goes. All right. Well, we hope for we hope for brighter days ahead for uh, both him and for the team as we uh, continue on in league play. Coach, uh, thank you, and we will see you back in town. Safe travels. Tonight. Thanks, guys. Okay, that's Coach Mark Pope. We'll come back and wrap it up here on the New Skin BYU Sports Network. You're listening to the Cougar Post Game Coaches Show on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Now back to the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. All right, the BYU opens WCC play with an 86-69 defeat at the hands of the nation's number one team. The Gonzaga Bulldogs defeat the Cougars by 17 tonight here at the Kennel. Before we close things out, uh, final thoughts from Mark Durant. Well, I mean, <laughs> Gonzaga is a, almost an NBA team. I mean, Starting five could be NBA guys or at least a G, a G League team. So you got to play really good. You got to take care of the basketball. You got to shoot well from three. You didn't do that. Uh, I think it's almost like jumping in, like in, when I was in San Diego, Greg, we're at the pool with my kids. And even though it's kind of nice weather, you jump in and it shocks you. You're, you're, you're just like, this is so cold. And then five minutes later, you're having fun. It's nice and warm. I think that's what happened a little bit today. A lot of these guys have never played against this kind of uh, quality of competition ever in their lives. And you're just out there, and it's all – I know you don't have the fans here, but it, you, they were just kind of shocked. They're overwhelmed. And by the time you get kind of warm again and you can play, it was too late. Uh, I'm not making any excuses for anybody. I mean, it's it's a weird year, and, and the two weeks didn't help. I think they would have performed better if they'd played those two games last week and just kind of kept that momentum and confidence going. And it wasn't a complete disaster tonight. Uh, I thought there was some good things. The inside play continues to impress. Rebounding was really good. I mean, you out-rebounded Gonzaga, and you did, did some good things. So it's not the end of the world, but uh, it was, it was going to be tough no matter what. But the way they started, there was just no chance. Then the uh, the Wyatt Lowell situation is a tough way to end it for BYU as well. Things don't look good, um, and again, this could be a long term absence based on uh, early indications. And so this great length with which BYU entered the season, mm. it's already taken a couple hits with Gavin Baxter going out for the year, and now Wyatt Lowell going out tonight and maybe for a while. So another tough blow for the Cougs uh, personnel wise. But uh, bright spots included those guys we talked about, uh, Gideon George. Again, this was kind of the game. Uh, Coach Pope thought the way it was going, uh, get him in, and it was really a good game for him once he got involved. 
and uh, Loner and Howard continue to be kind of a dynamic duo of sorts inside when they come off the bench. So those were bright spots for BYU tonight. Let's wrap it up by thanking our crew back at BYU Radio. Our engineers are Sean Fay and Barry Squires. Our coordinating producer is Terry South, our studio host, Jason Shepard, our intern tonight, Andrew Gray, and Joshua Sturgill was our control board operator back in the saddle tonight. And for my color commentary partner, Mr. Mark Durant, my name is Greg Grubel. Thanking you for tuning in. Once again, our final score, number one, Gonzaga, 86, and BYU, 69. Great to have you with us tonight here. So in the meantime and in between time, this has been BYU Basketball. On the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Good night and so long from Spokane. You've been listening to live coverage of BYU Basketball. On the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Coverage of today's game has been brought to you by Smith's Food and Drug. Smith's now has grocery pickup and online delivery to save you time. BYU Basketball is a production of BYU Athletics in association with BYU Broadcasting. Special thanks to BYU President Kevin Worthen, Vice President Keith Vorkey, Athletic Director Tom Homo, and Associate Athletic Director for Corporate Sponsorship Casey Stoffer. BYU Basketball is an exclusive presentation of the new skin, BYU Sports Network.